Good evening, welcome back to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, it's a couple of days after the Bournemouth game, another win, but again, another two goals conceded. Uh, and again, in the Premier League, two goals conceded after being 3-0 up. Uh, slightly worrying, we need to sort that, that out, which I think we will. Uh, I'll explain that why a bit later, but at the moment, going forward, we do look a real prospect and coming up with Man United, who's can't seem to defend either at the moment it could be quite a high scoring game um, but we are looking dangerous going forward and Deli Alley is looking like a new person uh, so yeah so my thoughts on the Bournemouth game uh, and what I expect from the Man United game uh, I also bought Football Manager as well the new one so I might talk about that but it depends uh, <laughs> how bored people get of that so we'll have to see how that goes uh, but anyway for the moment Let's carry on. Let's talk Tottenham. Well, first things first, it is a win. Um, so it's another three points. And it was a pretty good weekend for us. Other than Leicester, Liverpool were uncatchable. But other than Leicester, we were the only two sides to win in that top, like, six or eight. So we've climbed up from wherever we were up to fifth now. We're only six points off of fourth when we were... 12 points off a of fourth two games ago. So it has been a good week weekend and it's looking like, you know, that top four isn't completely unassailable, unattainable now. Uh, it's a big game against Man United. I know they're ninth, I think, but, you know, they're fighting for that top four and it won't be easy going to Old Trafford. Like They're not playing that great at the moment, but it won't be easy. But Bournemouth, we had the game wrapped up like we did against West Ham and then, I don't know, like... I did see a stat that the West Ham goals that we conceded were conceded on 73 minutes and 90 plus 6, and they were exactly the same minutes that the Bournemouth goals were conceded on. So that was unbelievable, really. But it's just seeing games out. It's, it's game management. But the problem is, I think, we never really saw the games out under Pochettino because we carried on the way we were and scored more goals. Oh, sorry, excuse me. We scored more goals. Whereas Mourinho's philosophy is score the goals, get the lead, see the game out. And they're not used to that yet. They're used to Pochettino's way that they had for some of them for five years. And they're not used to this new way. So that will come. That will come. So all all this talk that he's going to be buying defenders and blah, blah. But, you know, it's... It's not far off the be- the best defence in a, a few seasons ago. So I don't think we need to buy defenders. They just need to, you know, get used to how Jose likes to defend. Uh, and then defend properly uh, when the game's done. So I, th- I think it will come. And-, and Sanchez has played well, I think. I do like Sanchez. And I think he's definitely benefiting from Alderville there with him. Uh, Vertonghen was on the left, and I think that's more because um, Jose seems to like having three central defenders when we don't have the ball. Or when we do have the ball, I can't remember which. Uh, so three at the back, and Vertonghen fits that mould, even if he's at left back, because he is naturally a central defender. Uh, in the same way that Davies, uh, Pochettino played him, sent it back a few times. Uh, and then we have the other full-back, Orvia or Rose, who bombs forward, Reigns crosses in. Uh, so that that's a negative point, but I, I do think it will come. Uh, also, as well, it's the midfielder. So the holding midfielder, Dyer, who's, who's, I'm sure he's still not fit yet. He doesn't look match fit like he was, but he 
you know, he's had injuries, he's had illnesses, he's had all sorts. So that that will take some toll out. And then he wasn't playing for ages, so he's going to have to get back to fitness. Uh, but as, as long as he keeps playing, he will do. And I, I personally think he, he's a good player. He, he's certainly better than uh, Declan Weiss at the moment. Declan Weiss hasn't, hasn't, hasn't had a very good season. And I saw him for England, and you close him down, he panics and, and you know, doesn't really give the ball he gives the ball away but he is very young um and then against us uh, the other week i thought the gaps between him and noble in midfield and their defense was just too big and just criminal really so it allowed a massive massive pocket for ali son morva kane if he dropped deep to come into and operate and that's essentially what lost them the game um but that's not necessarily rice's fault that's possibly the manager or Noblesse, a, a more experienced um, midfielder should should be able to tell him that. But then, you know, eventually it will come. If if he starts playing in Champions Leagues and, and better teams, Declan Rice, and he'll know to do that himself. Um, yeah, anyway, I've gone off on a tangent there. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think potentially both match fit, I would say Dyer is the better one. Uh, also, as well, because of his versatility, so he can drop into defence, and he can also play right back. Um, the other midfielder, it's either Winks, Sissoko, or Ndombele. So that that's a decision that Mourinho's got to make, or will he change that and, and pick and choose based on who we're playing? Again, like, away to Man United, I'd be picking someone like a Sissoko or an Undombele if he's fit, just because they're stronger and it, it's going to be a midfield battle, I think. Uh, although Winks is surprisingly strong, I think. He does battle away, he's like a bit of a bulldog. Um, but I, I, I do think Sissoko, and Sissoko will be full of you know, confidence now that he hired some lookalike to score a goal for us. And then, you know, <laughs> like, I, I honestly thought it was a typo when it said that. But it was actually a really, really good finish. Like, it would have been very easy for him to try and blast that and balloon it over or air shot it. Uh, but it was a beautifully controlled volley into the corner and keeper absolutely no chance. And and he bought that he was going to go near post and he, he swings it the other way. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd start Sissoko. I'm not sure about Ndombele. I, I don't think he's a sitter. I think he's more of a go-forward drive, like a... Like Dembele, but as a final shot at the end as well. Dembele was fantastic, but he generally just sat. So he basically transitioned it from just in front of the defence where Dyer was to the front guys like the Ericsson, the Allies and, and Sons. And then he stopped, so he didn't really go further forward. Whereas uh, Undombele is a driver, driving runner, so he will go further forward. But then that will obviously leave gaps. Um, it's quite obvious the front four, whoever they may be in any game, have basically got the license to kind of do what they want, and they're they're scoring hatfuls of goals and causing problems. But it's just that defence. If we can get that defence and that midfield um, protection sorted out, which we will, we'll be some team. Let me tell you, some team. And and I've been laughed at as well, but I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we could win the Champions League. I see people on Twitter saying we want to win the FA Cup. That would be nice, but like, you know, why stop there? I, I think the Champions League is the same players pretty much with Undombele, Sessignon, uh, Lo Celso coming in who, who got to the final last year. And now we've got a manager who's been there, done it and knows how to win it. So 
Alex Ferguson always used to say as well, it's not a bad thing losing in the final because then it makes you hungrier the next year. So, you know, you obviously need a bit of luck. You know, if we get drawn against the top, top teams in every round, then it's very unlikely that we'll win. But if we if we get a bit of luck, you never know. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past us that we could get to the final and this time we've got a manager who knows how to get through to past finals and, and get the trophy. Uh, as much as I like Pochettino, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so going forward in the Bournemouth game, fantastic. And Ali is, is running everything. So I thought we'd miss Ericsson, but we don't. We seem to be creative, and it's all pretty much Ali. Uh, obviously, out of field long balls help, and the poor defending from Bournemouth allowing Ali to run between two of them and not putting any pressure on out of field help. Um. But yeah, so we're not missing Ericsson at the moment. But then, you know, this Man United game, which history would say that at Old Trafford will be a cagey tight affair. So that's where he, he, he's good, but he's not in it at the moment. He's not interested, seemingly. So probably won't play. Um, What we should have had as well, VAR, like a, a stonewall penalty... I agree with a Sanchez disallowed goal. Like he didn't mean it, of course, but it has been fired at him quite quickly, and by hitting his hand, he has controlled it and put it on a plate for him. So it has, by hitting his hand, it has affected the game. So quite rightly, it should have been disallowed. But the penalty appeal, how on earth that wasn't given? Like you know. And then, and then the guy has a cheek to hold his chest. But, uh, I mean, he's sliding on the floor. He's a little bit out of control. He's got his arm in front of him. You could argue, what they'll argue is that he um, was doing that to protect his face. All right. But it, it's this one rule for one, one for the other. You know, you know, you, you can't allow Sanchez's because it's given him a chance to score and it's changed the course of, of the ball. But then, you know, so has this. And it fell nicely to a Bournemouth player who cleared it. Uh, that was preceded that move though by a brilliant driving run by Sissoko. Uh, so he's come, he's come on leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. So I don't know what Pochettino did to him, but miracle worker, getting him playing well when he looked just like an absolute waste of space really. But he, he's superb now and you know, fully committed. He, he'll you know can tackle. He can score goals now. Um, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see who he plays in midfield, though. But for me, I'd be playing Dyer every game now as the holding player. Uh, and away to Man United, probably Sissoko. So you got... And, and you know, the goalkeeper Gazaniga, I think, for the free kick, I think his positioning was a bit too far over. He, he obviously wants to see where the ball is, but he's given uh, Harry Wilson, which was a brilliant finish, he's given him too much of the goal to see. Um, so yeah, so, but he is young, Gasnigo, and I do like him. But I, I'd be picking pretty much the same team. Uh, well, I think Sissoko started against uh, Bournemouth, but um, basically the team I'd be picking is Gasnigo, and then the four defenders. So probably, oh yeah, he's played well. Uh, Sanchez and um, Alderweireld, I think they're forming a good partnership. Uh, if Davies isn't back. Then Vertonghen, but if Davies is back, Davies. So that's your back five. Uh, then Dyer and um, 
what's his name, Sissoko. Uh, and then you've got the front four, so based on what he did last time there, you have more in, Sun, obviously, Ali, Delhi, and Kane. So they're the 11 that I'd pick for that one. Uh, I think it would be more of a counter-attacking game, but like I think Man United will play a counter-attacking game as well. But we'll go on to that in a bit later. But yeah, it's a good win versus Bournemouth. They're free scoring, but they also can see goals. Um, uh, but yeah, we shouldn't be getting it to like squeaky bum time right at the end of the game when we're 3-0 up, same as West Ham. But like I say, I do envision it changing when Mourinho gets his points across and gets his way of uh, defending and playing across. Uh, but he's only been there two weeks and, and they're so used to Pochettino's way of playing. So it will come, I'm convinced of that. And yeah, FA Cup with a very good chance of winning that. Obviously you need your luck. Uh, but again, Champions League, you need your luck there. But there's no reason I don't think why well, we can't win that. Yeah, so I've called him the can't defend a lead one, but like I've said, I think that will change. But he's also becoming the likeable one, Mourinho, with uh, what, what he did for that Callum Hines kid, the, the ball boy from the Olympiacos game, inviting him to the pre-match meal. And now he's saying that every ball boy, they're going to have one each home game. Very nice. And like the, the video of Callum Hines, he was obviously quite overawed by meeting the players, but he, he, he came across really well, like an intelligent little little guy. Obviously delighted and really appreciative. Um, so yeah, so as, as long as Mourinho can keep doing that, because obviously the players like him as well, but the, the problem that he's had in the past is that that always wears off after a couple of years and then it turns like toxic and sour and just poisonous. Um, so it's, you know, as long as he has learned his lessons, as he said, and not making the same mistakes again and he's changed and reviewed things and he can keep this kind of positive environment up then it could be quite a good thing um <laughs> what i would say about pochettino as well is um i think possibly he's too nice he doesn't have an agent but like i don't understand like there's been reports as well i don't understand how he's been fired and he's still got this clause that he can't take another job this season otherwise he has to pay back the money or someone has to pay him compensation the club have to pay tottenham compensation i can't understand how Levy gets away with all of this stuff. He's a brilliant negotiator, but it must be something like, you know, you're arguing, 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 and then you're like, oh, just fuck off. I can't be dealing with this. Just do what you want, just so you can get out of the room. So maybe he is just that pig-headed and a pain in the arse that people just go, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Just do what you want. And then he gets what he wants. But I can't believe that, you know, that's happened. Uh like I saw someone on Twitter say, which is absolutely correct, that if Pochettino had an agent, there's no way that agent would have been allowing Pochettino to not manage another team this year. Although, maybe Pochettino asked for it because I, I, he has looked tired. So I do personally think he wants a, a break. And then next summer, the offers will come flooding in. It's also worth mentioning Arsenal. Um, in absolute disarray at the moment, you know... <laughs> All, all these fans, you know, calling Pochettino a bottler and useless and all that, and then all of a sudden they're begging for him. But did read something as well that Emery on the on the team bus sat on his own, and all the players were mocking him and his accent, which is essentially bullying, and it's just absolute disgrace, absolute disgrace. Yeah, so I do feel quite sorry for him, but like he was in a poison chalice as well, similar to Moyes at United, uh, following Ferguson and Wenger, 
absolute heroes and legends at the club who completely changed the face of the club. So I do feel sorry for him, but I'm not sure who they'll get, although I don't particularly care, really. Um, why Rodgers would want to go from a team who are second in the league to a team in disarray, I do not know. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting who they get. Um, but, yeah, Pochettino, I think he'll have some time off and then, you know, Man United job, Bayern Munich job, if they haven't got anyone Zidane, if he doesn't pull his finger out, they'll all be coming in. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... Possibly he asked for that clause just so no clubs would come in for him. Although that seems a bit far-fetched. I just think Levy's just an absolute machine when it comes to negotiating. Or just a pain in the arse, like I've said. So we've reached halfway, so half-time coming up after all the injury time that's been uh, played with me talking about the ball boy and Pochettino and Mourinho. So we'll have a break and I'll be back in a sec. And we're back. So Man United on, on Wednesday is the first real test that Mourinho has had in this job. Uh, I didn't realise his win percentage was second in the last like, 10 United managers, only behind Ferguson. Not 10, like since Ferguson. And it wasn't that far off, although the fact that Ferguson was there for 20 odd years just shows how good that was when Mourinho was only there three. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I think history will show that the Man United game, certainly at Old Trafford, is a cagey affair with both teams not wanting to commit too many forward. Uh, and then it being a counter-attack game. But Man United is set up for counter-attack anyway with with the pace they've got up top. Uh, and with Lucas Moura and Son, so are we. So it could be another one of those absolutely boring games. Um, which I think the last two at Old Trafford certainly have been that. It's certainly in the first half. The last, I think, was it last season? I'm not sure if it, it wasn't. I'm not sure if it was last season or the one before where we won 3 0 more with a hat trick. It must have been last season. Um, that was a boring game until the second half, really. But we deserved to win that. Um, so it remains to be seen. But, like, you know, they'll be buoyed and maybe attack a bit more just because they've seen our defensive frailty, certainly from like 70 minutes on. Uh, but then their defensive frailty is as well, you know, sc- going 2 1 up against Villa and then minute later or whatever it was to all so both teams have defensive frailties quite good going forward Pogba is a big 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 miss for them talk about Ericsson being the one who strings the games together and all that Pogba is the one who does that for United or he's supposed to do it for United but him being injured I think is a big miss for them so they have to kind of play counter-attacking games uh, McTominay looks good um, he, he, Mourinho gave him his chance and the left back it was, I think it's Austin I can't remember Brandon someone I can't remember his name but he looks he looks quite good took his goal against Sheffield United really well but again there you know going 2-0 down they were awful in that game at 2-0 down and then they managed to get the lead and then they just concede a goal again like you know it's just something you don't really associate with Man United but certainly under the Ferguson era but um, yeah, it's a big game for United as well. They're ninth in the league, or maybe even tenth. But they're yeah, they're ne- they're nearer like 
the bottom half than they are what, top four in terms of position. So it's a big game for them. It could spark their season again, you know, if they, if they beat one of the teams who are considered one of the big hitters. I think we are now. We're certainly with Mourinho in charge and then having a good weekend and gone from like 10th to 5th. Like I said, only six points off the top four now. Um, so yeah, but if if we can win that, if we can win that, that's three on the spin in the league, you know, against one of our rivals away. It's a massive, massive result if we can win that. If we can keep a clean sheet as well, which will obviously be the aim over there, that'd be a bonus. But I, I, I'm I'm expecting there to be either it either to be a draw. Nil-nil or one-all or two-all. Uh, I think it could be any kind of draw. It could be, like like I've said, a boring nil-nil. It could be a boring one-nil to someone. It could be a really entertaining like score draw or, or, or a load of goals. I don't think there'll be more than one goal in it, though. In it, as in terms of difference between the two teams. I don't see someone winning like two-nil or three-nil or, or three-one. Or anything bigger, I think it'll either be one nil or two one, something like that, or or three two. Um, and then you know, the first goal is massive. Obviously, I think whoever gets the first goal, they're instantly gonna just sit back and try and play in the counter attack, and it's gonna be up to the other team to do the attacking. Uh, but then if the equaliser goes in, then it will change again, and then the other team will attack, and all it could. So, but you know. But it could be both teams don't want to attack and, and open themselves up. So it's all like a, a midfield game. Nothing really happens. But get Ali on, in the game as, as much as possible because he's just on cloud nine at the moment. Uh, Sun is always a threat. It's like, I think he got nominated 14th out of 20th or 13th out of 20th in the Ballon d'Or. But then <laughs> Riyad Mahrez is, is, is higher than Raheem Sterling. So like... You know, what is the point in those? You know, absolutely ridiculous. You know, Raheem, Riyad Mahrez has played a handful of games, where Sterling has scored more goals this season, I think, or last season than he did in any season in his career. I think so. It's just a shambles, but yeah, but just to be nominated for Son, it's fantastic. Um, and he's always a threat. He played awful against Olympiacos. But that allowed space to other people because they still have to mark him, even if he's not playing well. So, I, I do think it'll be a close game. I've said it could be this, it could be that, it could be this. But my gut reaction will be it'll be a close, cagey game, certainly in that first half. But then, United do need to win. But if they can see a couple of goals, like we seem to be scoring like three in a row... Or, or, or four in a row against Olympiacos, so they can't afford to go 2 0 down. So I think, certainly, first half, they'll try and slow the game down, don't let us get into our rhythm. Um, and then our job as the away team, which is always the job of the away team, is to shut the crowd up early doors, don't give them anything to be encouraged about, make them nervous, if anything, with a few chances, get into them and express ourselves, which I'm sure is what Mourinho will be telling them. Um, but I, I see no reason why we can't win that. But we're, we're, we're a lot more confident, but maybe defensively we're not. But United, I'm sure, 
they're confident in their ability, but they're not winning the games and everything that they should be. So it'd be an interesting one. And it's a it's a game week as well, or game day, which is all on Amazon. So that's going to become more and more, which is really weird. So whether the pubs have that, I have no idea. But yeah, I do think we can win. But we, we've got to defend properly, play attacking football like we are, but then also defend. So that's our game that we played and the game we are playing. So I thought I'd... Uh, I see a lot of people on uh, on Twitter talk about their football manager game, so I thought I'd... Uh, Maybe give an update on that. Um, I'm only two games into the season. Uh, so, you know, I might not do it every week just because I won't play it every week and then do do every month or so, so a big update. Uh, but essentially, it's a weird one with Tottenham because obviously Ericsson wants to leave, Alderweireld wants to leave. Uh, you then sell them, unlike Levy has done. Uh, although Alderweireld, I'll be amazed if he doesn't sign a new contract now with Mourinho there, but... Anyway, you sell them, the players are unhappy, but it's like, what do you do? But they're all right now, so I've sold Ericsson, got Grealish in. Uh, undefeated in the league, only two games, one little each, home to Norwich, away to Bournemouth. Uh, bought a couple of unknown players. Uh, sold Wanyama as well, bought in a, a, a guy who can play central defence, uh, Dyer's position or Sissoko's position. Um... Yeah, so it's going well at the moment. Um, but it remains to be seen. Obviously, the the I haven't bought a football manager game for about three years. So the new one of the new things on this is you have a five year plan. So Tottenham's five year plan. I think on year three you've got to be challenging for the Premier League. So I'm sure if you're not nowhere near that, then you will be pretty much fired by Levy in the game or be seriously under pressure. In the same way that you're expected to get in the top four in the current season, so this season. So I imagine if you're nowhere near that, then that will happen as well. Also, as well, in three years, you've got to be getting to like Champions League finals or latter stages. So there is a lot of pressure there. But we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't played it for about three years, so it's... Yeah, completely different now. Slightly different interface, but it is still... A good game, but I'll be interested to know anyone else who's uh, playing it. Maybe Spurs and how their season's going. Uh, but I appreciate a lot of people don't like it and won't be interested, so I won't waffle on with it too much. Um, but maybe give an update around Christmas time or Boxing Day uh, about how it's going. However far into it I'll have been by then. So that's it for today. Bit of a shorter one. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, obviously I've done it a couple of days after the Bournemouth game uh, so the next game because of a midweek one comes up fairly quickly so I'll see if I can do one on Thursday uh, I'm actually out on Wednesday so I'm not sure if I'll be able to see the game uh, I certainly won't be able to see it all I don't think but maybe the second half um, but it'll be interesting what the score is at that point I'm expecting it to be nil-nil, but it could easily be like 3-0 three 3-all three something like that um and it'd be interesting to see how Amazon does. And, you know, with every game on there, I think most of them are at the same time, uh, I'm not sure if the internet will be able to cope with presumably millions and millions and millions of people all on there at the same time. So it'd be interesting to see how that shapes up. Uh, but again, it's just going to be one of those things that, you know, 
the games on Sky will get less and less and less. The games on Amazon, where you have to sign up, will be more and more and more. And it's all money these days, and then all of the, you know, because Amazon got so much more money. You know, clubs will get more money, and then transfers will get more money, wages will be more money, and then it just, you know, even more divide from the lesser teams there. Speaking of Amazon, this bloody Tottenham documentary, because it's going to be a car crash. I read on Twitter that they were there to film Pochettino getting sacked. So it's nice, isn't it, filming that, so let him see that again. Uh, but I'll probably have to watch it, but... Mm. I mean, if we win something at the end of the season, it'll have a nice ending, but it's all for money. God knows how much money Levy's organised for us to get from it, but that's why we're doing it. But anyway, it's enough waffling from me, so I'll do another one after the United game. Hopefully that's a win. Uh, keep the momentum going. Hopefully see a change in our defence. Uh, and until then, Thursday maybe, maybe Friday. Come on, you Spurs.